Hi everybody, I am Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 140 of Silence in a Year, along with the nodding layperson Lisa and the smiling Alicia Soto. So, Lisa. Today's title, Symptom of, Symptoms, oh no, excuse me, Symptom of Doubt. And today's word is incredulity, which means skeptical, skeptical, or I could get the hard word, not the easy one, or doubtful. And Cardinal Sarah is talking about how when there is an abundance of words, oftentimes that's because there is a uh, symptom of doubt. So uh, basically the truth is God, um, the silence is not the absence of words, but just a sense of peace, as Alicia um, mentioned. And when we have this sense of peace, then we can make our point across quite easily. We're not rambling and trying to come up with an explanation um, because we're allowing the Holy Spirit to talk through us. Alicia. So I was just thinking of, have you ever been caught with your hand in the cookie jar, not literally, but figuratively? If you ever have, you, you realize that you're, you're trying to talk your way out yeah. of that. So you're making, like you're talk, talking a lot, you're using a lot of words to find your way out. And I think that's what Cardinal Sarah is saying is that when we have doubts, or we have that disbelief or that uncertainty, we use all of these words to try to explain that maybe inappropriate action or whatever you got caught doing because you're trying to talk your way out of it. Where in silence, there's no need for words because you have that peace. Yeah, and he says that silence is the love of the word with a capital right. W, right? Mm -hmm. The word was, was God and the word was with God, you're right, you know, and he took on human flesh, Jesus. And so I think when we talk about this idea of getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar, I think of the word, I think of truth, mm -hmm. right? I said, so we, we, we sense the depth and the realness of truth um, when we sit in silence with God, mm -hmm. right? If we are talking and maybe rationalizing right um things that we're doing or our relationship with god and uh, is this okay that's like it's like when someone asked about reconciliation and uh, i remember deacon mark mueller he would always say well the, the second you start rationalizing whether or not you need to go to confession mm -hmm. it's probably time to go to confession mm -hmm. right because you've already entered into that doubtful type of talk and rationalizing to, when you should not go right okay. the second you begin to say do i really need okay, okay just it. go because if you begin to question it, it's like, okay, now I need to, so, because obviously the, 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 you wouldn't even be asking yourself that question if there wasn't some doubt mm -hmm. as to whether or not you had done something wrong. So just go to confession. Mm -hmm. That way you're squared away. What are you thinking, Lisa? Well, I was just thinking like, um, I don't know if this is an appropriate uh, thing to say, but like, I feel like politicians, they ramble on and on without ever answering the question and they'll just circle talk. So I feel like that's kind of an example because they don't want to, the majority of them, don't want to give the truth. They're just trying to kind of uh, skip around the truth or tell the audience what they think they want to hear rather than what they truly believe or they truly support. How often do we do this in our own spiritual lives, right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't want to be seen by other people. 
um, and maybe in a certain way, or, or we don't want certain people to not think good about us. And so we maybe start to step away from the word, the truth, you know, so that we can uh, acquiesce to uh, the external pressures of the world and people um, so that they don't view us funny. Just like you said earlier about the lady, how are people going to view me? Who cares how people view you as long as you are living out the truth and the word of God? Because he said in Beatitudes chapter 5 in Matthew, you know, that you will be persecuted, right? Um, if you do things according to my will and in my name. And so we should expect that this might happen, but we should embrace the fact that the Lord is calling us to something greater than what this world will ever offer us. But what comes along with that is maybe feeling a little uncomfortable, maybe somebody looking at us a little bit funny. But at the end of the day, we report to Jesus, right? And Jesus is our creator through the Father and the Spirit and we need to answer to him in order to spend the rest of eternity with him. Now let me get off my soapbox. Alicia, any thoughts? No, that's it. How about a takeaway? Here we go. I'm going to give you a heads up. There's a takeaway question coming. Oh, Lisa, okay. what's the takeaway question? What areas in, in your, your life? <laughs> we just talked about Are you this. Skitt skittishing around the... Skittishing? <laughs> what areas of your life are you circle talking the truth or trying to rationalize doubts okay you can what, what it is, it's just always fun to ask you what the takeaway question uh, is are you okay i'm fine let's pray uh, Lord, we just give you thanks and praise for the joy that we can experience on this show and the truth that you speak. May we live lives of truth. And we pray this all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you all. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. If you could only ask the questions the way you just prayed. Thank you, Lisa, because I was a